This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, I go to Shabbos So yesterday I was driving to the airport, and my good friend Rabbi Isaac Antibi, he said, you know, Rabbi Gladstein, last week when you came back from Alaska, you started the Imponderables, and you didn't say, and now for your favorite time of the week, what happened? Why didn't you say that? You know, that's like part of the shear. And that's a very valid question. And the real reason I didn't say that, because I was so tired, I was literally, I, I was somewhere between this world and the world of uh, Shena. So I forgot to say that. But this week I want to be Masakin, it's Chodesh Elul, and there's always a second opportunity. So I want to be Masakin, that we uh, start off this year, but this is our favorite time of the week, the Imponderables on Parshas Shoiftim. And that should cover this week. And it should also be a takana and a tikkun for not mentioning it last week. Okay, here we go. Shoiftim v'shoitrim. So here's my question. You know, it's a big Torah out there. Hashem gave us many mitzvahs. Mishpatim are the obligation of the Bezdin to teach the Torah to Klal Yisrael. And yet, we've never had a mitzvah to appoint Dayanim in the first place. So what all of a sudden we get to mid-Devarim? Oh, you know, all those mitzvahs that I told you in Mishpatim that the Dayanim have to tell Kal Yisrael, by the way, you have to appoint Dayanim. Why, we wait? Why do we wait till now? Why do we wait till now to talk about the mitzvah of appointing Dayanim? The next question is not fair, because the Gemara asks it. But just because the Gemara asks it doesn't mean Simply put, we can't ask the question. Why does the Torah juxtapose appointing Dayanim to Loisita Lacha Ashera? Right, it talks about appointing Dayanim, and then it says, don't plant an Ashera tree. Or any tree. What's that got to do with appointing Dayanim? So the Gemara says, from here we see that if you appoint a uh, irresponsible dayan, it's like you planted Avodazara. Okay, that's a nice drasha. What about Al Pipshat? It just occurred to me, I think Al Pipshat, we could say very simply the. Uh, and I think Rashi says a ver, uh, very similarly in Parshas Mishpatim. You know, the, what does the end of Yisrael talk about? The Mizbeach. What's the beginning of Mishpatim? Dayanim. What's the connection? The Dayanim are positioned next to the Mizbeach in the Lishka Sagazis. We could say the same thing in Shoftim. We talk about the Dayanim. And then, where are the Dayanim? By the Mizbeach. So the next Pasuk is, don't plant a tree next to the Mizbeach. So I think Al-Pip Shat, the connection is, we're now... Once we're on the subject of the location of the Mizbeach, it gives another command of what we have to be careful about in that area. Perak Yud Zayin, Pasuk Zayin. It should say, it says, Asher Lloyd CVC. And it's Parak Yezayim Pasuk Gimel. 
Vayelech the guy went vayaber elohim achirim vayistachu lahem v'lahashemesh or layareach or lechol tzvashon asher loy tzivisi that I didn't command. That I didn't command. They're going to bow down to constellations that I didn't command. I didn't command what? So Rashi says, I didn't command that you should serve them. So why doesn't it say that? Why does it leave that out that word? And the truth is, the Sifzai Chavim says, Rashi doesn't even mean that. Rashi doesn't mean that I didn't command you to serve. Rashi means that the Pasuk means that I commanded you not to serve. So then, certainly, why would the Pasuk say, Asher loy tzivisi, that I didn't command you, it should say that I commanded you not. You know, why does it say like that? Maybe because this way you read it, Asher that not I commanded you. Yeah, but that's not how you read it. That's not how the trap is. That if that's how you should read it, then it should say, Asher loy tibcha But instead it's, Hashamayim tibcha Asher mercha loy Okay. Next. We have the subject of Hasagas Gvul. Hasagas Gvul is only in Isra and Eretz Yisrael. Did you know that? Let's say you have a neighbor, and you have a border, but you have a fence between the two of you. You're not to take your fence and push it in and gain an extra foot of real estate. You know that that's only Asr and Eretz Yisrael, in America you're allowed to do that? Really? That's stealing? Yeah, of course it's stealing. But it's not Hasagas Gvul. In America it's only stealing. In Eretz Yisrael it's stealing and Hasagas Gvul, meaning the specific isser of taking away real estate above and beyond regular stealing is not only Eretz Yisrael. And then we have the subject of Arei Miklat. What's, what's the juxtaposition of Hasagas Gavul and Arei Miklat? You know, what's that doing here? Why do we have the juxtaposition of Hasagas Gavul and Ari Miklat. Next question. This one is the best one. I vaguely remember that maybe once upon a time we discussed it, but I couldn't. Um, just reading the simple psukim, it's it's glaring if you think about it for a moment. So, Marvra Boisai, we have. Uh, we have people who are going out to war. And we know when you fight on behalf of the Jewish people, you have to be worthy. And it's Machlik, is Bavli, and Yushalmi, but if someone who has an Avera cannot fight for the Jewish people. What kind of Avera are we talking about? It's Machlik, is Bavli, and the Yushalmi. Are we talking about someone who talks about the Shalyad, between the Shalyad and the Shalroish? Or someone who talks between Yishtabach and Yoitzer? Between Yishtabach and Yoitzer? So you say, you're allowed to talk between Yishtabach and Yotzer. Yeah, only L'Tzarchi Rabbim. But now L'Tzarchi Rabbim, you can't even talk between Yishtabach and Yotzer. So for instance, I was in a shul recently. Um, I had a daven somewhere, I don't usually daven. And they were looking for a Baal for uh, Elo. 
So the the, the Gabai, you know, nobody came with a with a with a with a shayfer. So the Gabai was going around asking, "Oh, do you have a shayfer? Do you have a shayfer?" So you think the Gabai is doing a good thing? He's looking for the thing is, Gabai is middle psukah the zimra. It's not how to do that. So what are you supposed to do? Well, if he needs a shayfer tzibur, there's only one interval he could ask between the end of Yishtabach and the beginning of Yitzer. Is he allowed to ask during Kriyas HaToyra? No. Psuke de Zimra? No. Chazar uh, Sashatz? No. You're telling me it's more important for him not to talk by Chazar Sashatz than not to find the Shoifer? L'chayra. You're not allowed to talk by Chazar Sashatz. Fine. So, this guy, he can't fight on behalf of the Jewish people. But we don't want to embarrass him. So, we make a cover-up. We make a big announcement. Anybody build a house and not inaugurate it yet? Go home. Maybe you'll die in war. Anybody plant a vineyard and not, uh, and not redeem it? Let him go home. Maybe he'll die in war. Anyone do erosin and not consummate the marriage? Go home. Maybe he'll die. Rashi says on the third time the Pasuk says, maybe he'll die, Rashi says he should return, maybe he'll die. What, is, what does that mean? If he doesn't listen to the Koyen to go home, that itself warrants that he should die. Why does Rashi wait for the third time this Pasuk appears to make this comment? It already said it three times. He should have said, Rashi should have commented on the guy who goes home, who has a new house and he didn't use it yet. We tell him, go home lest you die. Rashi should say that if the guy doesn't listen to the coin, that is enough of a reason that uh, he should die. I don't know. Maybe it's a mistake in my printing of the Chumash. Maybe the Devei HaMaschal should be on Pasuk. Hey, not on Pasuk. Zion. But in any event, okay. And this is my favorite question of the week. So not only is this your favorite share of the week, but of your favorite share of the week, this is your favorite question of your favorite share. Perek Chaf Pasuk Yudzayin. You ready? Ki hacharehim tacharimeim hachiti v'hoyamayri haknani v'haprizi hachivi v'hayivusi ka'asher tzivacha Hashem aloykecha I have a question for you. The Pasuk left out a nation. The Pasuk left out the Gergashi. Oh, Rashi says, Ka'asher Tzivcha includes the Gergashi. Could someone tell me what the Gergashi did wrong, that their name doesn't appear, and that it has to be referenced through the words Ka'asher Tzivcha? I feel like there's a very good answer to this question. If I would have time, uh, I would like to uncover it, but... You know, why would the Pasuk say the first six, not say the Gergashi? What is it about the Gergashi? That the Gergashi does not have the distinction of their name being mentioned, but instead it's referenced as Ka'ashar uh, Tzivacha. Okay? I, I want to share with you one, uh, one more thought. Here we go. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.